two, three, fuck it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the whatever you want to call a podcast with your boy, with your homie, your compadre, your main man, Marquise Nash. In today's episode, we are going, we ain't really going to talk about a lot today, but we're going to talk about a lot today, if you know what I mean. It's not really a lot, but it's little. Okay, whatever. We're just going to get right into it. Um, We are going to talk about the uh, NBA, not NBA, actually. We're going to talk about the NFL. Off <laughs> my train of thought for a mo- for a minute there, but uh, we're going to talk about. We are going to discuss, not talk about, but we're going to discuss um, a multitude of things today. We're going to talk about the uh, Giants, and I don't know if I picked the Giants to win the division. I don't know if I did. I apologize <laughs> for right now. I, mean, I don't apologize because I, I picked what I picked, and it's still the season's not over, but. Giants are making mental mistakes in these past two games. The Giants have made a lot of boneheaded like mistakes, and it has and it, and it has backfired against the Giants. And this this game right here was the, uh, plain and simple example of why it just it just it doesn't it's not going right for the Giants right now. I actually believe that they still can win the division. Actually, the crazy thing is that. I believe the Giants are a great team. They just, they just are, they're just really, 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 really young right now, and they just are making a lot, of, making a lot of boneheaded plays, a lot of mental mistakes that they shouldn't be making in in the season. Like already, it's already two games in, and you making mental mistakes like that. I mean, it's early in the season, so it has a lot of time left. But still, at the end of the day, you shouldn't be making any boneheaded plays like that. Like, especially at the end of the game, to end the game, you made them miss the field goal. And then on top, and then you, I think it was off, they were offsides, I think it was. And, and messed up, and a mental mistake like that, you cannot make. And the next play after that, he made the field goal, and the Washington football team won the game. But I'm not gonna, I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. Taylor Haneke, um, as I call him, Tay Handy, because, uh, everything he does. Uh, it seems like he's drunk, or when he runs, it seems like he's drunk. But that's 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 another subject for another day. Um, but as I was saying before, though, is that I believe that 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 the Washington football team defense is really good. Like that, and I don't think that's that's my belief. I think most people that watch football know that that the Washington football team, when Montez Sweat, Chase Young, and them guys. Those guys fly around it from sideline to sideline. I'm in the corner. The secondary is actually pretty decent. Their D line is pretty decent. Man, they they're gonna probably be top ten this year in like the and like just like overall the like defense. They're gonna be probably top. They're most likely gonna be top ten. And I'm not gonna say I don't know who I picked to win a division, but I might have to change my pick to the Washington Football Team because I mean the Cowboys. I think I believe the Cowboys have to. I don't think it's a must win uh, tomorrow uh, for the Cowboys. I don't think it's a must win, but I believe that they need to at least get 
one of their belt just because the chart the chart first of all the charges are I don't say they're easy pickings, but that's that's a pretty easy team to beat. I mean the Chargers are great, but they're like again, they're young. They have great a uh, great staff there, a uh, great coaching there. Uh, their defense is pretty decent. I mean, but overall as a whole, they're not all the way up to par. And I believe that the Cowboys are a better team than the char than the Los Angeles Chargers. So I believe that the Cowboys should win that game. But we're gonna talk about the Cowboys a little later. Right now, we're gonna talk about um the well, we're going to get to the Cowboys in a minute. We're just going to go over a couple other teams before the Cowboys. And we tomorrow we have a lot of 12 p.m. games. Well, 12 p.m. 12, yeah, 12 p.m. games. We have the Steelers versus, well, no, the Raiders versus the Steelers. Uh, we also have the, well, this, now let's go over the Steelers versus the Raiders. The Raiders had a big win, comeback win in overtime uh, Monday, last Monday. And it was a really good game. The Raiders showed me a lot. They showed me that they could come back. They showed me that um, they're a team to, be, to beat in that division. Um, and the Steelers are the Steelers. I believe Steelers are – they're a playoff team. I'm not going to lie. They're a playoff team. But sometimes from time to time, Ben Roethlisberger, if he can if he can play, be more consistent, I believe they're a, a, a legit playoff team, a legit contender to win the Super Bowl or even just get to make it a threat for um, the Kansas City Chiefs, because ultimately I think the AFC is locked down. <laughs> it's, it's locked down. Uh, the Chiefs has that division or never that division, that conference, the AFC. So I believe it right now it's like it's like when Larry Bird was, uh, <laughs> before he came to the three-point contest, it was a story about when Larry Bird came into the three-point contest, he basically said, I'm just, I'm just checking, out the, uh, checking out the competition. I'm just trying to see who who's going to come in a second. That's literally what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing right now. They're like, okay, we're just looking for who's coming in in second. Who's going? Who are we going to face? And I think it's a lot of teams that could make a run for that. I, I I believe it's a lot of teams that can be a possible threat to the Chiefs. The Browns are one of them. The uh, Baltimore Ravens are one of them. The uh, Buffalo Bills are one of them. The Steelers are one of them. Their defense is really good. I, their defense is always good, especially with that. That system, the system they're in, I and Mika Fitzpatrick. I'm trying to say his name, Mika. Yeah, Mika Fitzpatrick, the that linebacker. I don't think he's he a hybrid. I mean, he might be a hybrid of both. I I feel like he's a safety, but he's a hybrid of both. But um, yeah, like with that core defensive core, they are they're really good. And I I believe this is gonna be a close game. I don't think it's gonna be a blow. I think Derek Carr has a lot of confidence in himself. I think he always did have confidence, but I, I believe with that win, yes, um, last Monday, I think that gave him the exuberant, or exuberant, I don't know if that makes sense, exuberant of confidence. I don't know if that made sense, but whatever. You know what I mean. Y'all know what I Well, basically what I mean is, if y'all don't know what I mean, it's basically I'm just, I mean by exuberant of confidence. I mean a lot of confidence. That's I don't know if that exuberant of confidence that don't make sense, but whatever. It's the whatever you want to call a podcast. You know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> and then we also, at 12 p.m., we got the 49ers versus the Eagles. So we have the 49ers. The 49ers are really up and down. I mean, they have a great uh, quarterback in Trey Lance. I mean, they have a, their offensive line is pretty shaky. I mean, their offensive line is pretty – I mean, it's a shaky. They're pretty good. Their defense is average. 
And I just ultimately, I think Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this game just because Jalen, I feel like I have better confidence in Jalen Hurts than Trey Lance right now in my eyes. And that's just me. And I just, I mean, I had a lot of confidence in him last year. Uh, in the ending of last year, I, I had a lot of confidence in him. And now I think the more and more I see him, the more and more I see the potential in him. So I, I just think this is going to be, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a close game. I think the, the Eagles are going to run away with this game. That's just my opinion. And then speaking about running away, I, I uh, we have the next game at 12 p.m. We have the Houston Texans and we have the Cleveland versus the Cleveland Browns. Now, the Cleveland Browns, I think this is going to be a blowout. I think it's going to get ugly really, really, really fast. The Texans had won a game, well, won their first game. They're 1-0 right now uh, with the win over, I think it was, I don't remember what team they uh, faced, but they won against them last week. But I think this is it's going to be a get ugly really, really fast. I think Jonathan Zanzi is going to have a field day. If Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham plays, I believe both will have a 100-receiving-yard game. Um, I also believe that Nick Chubb is going to run rampant all over that Texas D-line and that defense. Um, so that's just my opinion on that game. And then we also have at 12 p.m., we have a couple 12 p.m. games more. I think we have three or four. Well, let me see. We have about we have about like six more three, 12 p.m. games. So we have also at 12 p.m., we have, let me check it here. Let me see here. I just lost my train of thought. Um, let me see. We have also at 12 p.m. We have the Broncos versus the Jags. Now the Broncos are a really good team. I I really Teddy Teddy Bridgewater and our offense is really good. I believe that. Also believe that the Broncos are one of them teams like under the radar that can eat, that can make the playoffs if things ha- if things to ha- was to happen where. Some some team player or not some team player, but if some player on another team would get injured or not even get injured, but like some catastrophe would happen, I think they're a dark horse to make the playoffs. And then the Jags, um, like I said, I'm not a big fan of Trey Trevor Lance, uh, not Trevor Lance, but uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence. I'm not a big fan of Trevor Lawrence. I never was at Clemson. I mean, he doesn't. He's not eye popping. He's not saying like, oh, I don't. And it's not like he can get better, but I just think the Jags' their system is is shot, and it's just I, I think they had to, at this point I think they were just trying to find anybody to to grab on or to leech not even say to leech on, but I just think Tre- Trevor Lawrence was not is not the guy for the Jag system. I just believe that it's gonna it's gonna take a minute. <laughs> Excuse me, it's gonna take a minute to rebuild that culture, rebuild that system, and I think. Uh, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I would uh, I would try to see if I can wait it out a little bit, or I, I don't I don't think wait it out, but I would if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I would just be patient because I mean it's not gonna you're not gonna get you're not gonna be successful right away because this is like his first loss in since forever, and I mean I I get all that, but I hate them kind of stats because it's like it's just like okay, well he's dominant, he's been dominant since he was high school. Well, he had a great offensive line. He had a great top. He had a top five defense at Clemson. I mean, for crying out loud, it's crying out loud. It's it's just. It, I mean, I hate them kind of stats because it's like I just okay. Well, we know why he was great at Clemson. I mean, he didn't play no. He didn't play. He didn't. He barely had any competition in Clemson. I mean, it, it's not even. 
it's not even funny how much they didn't have competition. And that's why I kind of don't like college, the college schedule, college football schedule, because it's all they always play bad teams. And it's like, of course, you're going to win against Appalachian, I don't know how to say the word, Appalachian State. I don't know if that's the right Appalachian, Appalachian, okay, whatever. I think it's Appalachian, but y'all know what I'm talking about, Appalachian State. Like, of course, you're going to win against them. Of course, you're going to win by 49 against North Carolina A&T. Like, it's, it's like they're not a great school compared to, like, Clemson. Like, they have – you most likely Clemson has, like, two, 10 guys on their team that's going to go in the first round. So, it's, it's like, first or second round. So, it's just, like, it doesn't make sense for me to say, oh, well, he that success is going to translate into – uh, the NFL when he had it spoon fed for him. He had uh, a spoon fed, a great offensive line, spoon fed, a, a great running back, spoon fed, a great defense. It wasn't like he had to work for it. It wasn't like his off. And it's not saying that you, you're, you're supposed to be successful. You're supposed to be non-successful right away or whatever. But it's just like when you're not, when you're not comfortable in adversity, it's when the adversity hits, it's confusing or when adversity hits, it's not, you're not uh, used to it. And I think Trevor Lawrence is not used to that, that uh, the the moment of losing, he's not used to, to, to losing a lot of times. So I think this is going to be a learning lesson for Trevor Lawrence. Hopefully he can rebound off of this game or last game where they just, yeah, that's who the Texans played. The Texans played the Jags. The Jags molly got molly walked. By the Texans, I, I didn't expect the Texans to even win this game. I expected it to be a, a close game. I thought I actually thought Trevor Lawrence was going to play really well, and he didn't. So that's that's what it is with uh, Trevor Lawrence. Then we also got the Saints versus the Panthers. So the Saints and the Panthers. Uh, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Jameis Winston played extremely well against the Green Bay Packers. Five TDs. I think that was an anomaly for uh, James Winston. They'll just say that right now. That's an anomaly. He's not probably going to get close to five TDs and no interceptions again. I mean, he could. I'm not saying. I'm not going to lie. Like, he's not been working on his game because I didn't saw a lot of, little bit of his offseason. And he's really been working on his game. But let's just say this is a, that's an anomaly. He's not going to get five TDs and zero interceptions. That's just not going to happen, especially with these kind of defenses that he's going to play against in the next, what, Four or five games, he's not gonna go five, five, five and zero. He's not gonna have five TDs and zero interceptions. If he does, he's an MVP candidate easily. But I mean, that's not gonna happen. We just let's just put it out there. He's not gonna have five TDs and zero interceptions. So let's just put that. Let's put that to bed. But they they're playing the Panthers, and actually, I think the Panthers are one of the type of teams where they're like the Miami Dolphins for the Patriots. They just come to play when they know they are. They're playing the team that's in their division. You just always do that when, especially with the Packers and the Lions, they do that from time to time. Where you're in the same division, you always come to play against them. Them type of teams, and I just believe that this game is going to be closer than people think it is, just because I think James Woods is going to like he's going to cool off a little bit. He's not going to be playing that well, and I also believe that the Panthers with Sam Darnold at helm, I believe they're going to make this game really, really close. I think ultimately it's going to come down to which defense can hold up the most or which defense can hold up to the last possession and win the game. That's ultimately what I think this game is going to be. 
So in the next game, at uh, well, around the same time, at 12 p.m., we have the Rams, the L.A. Rams, and the Indianapolis Colts. And the Rams are a really good team. I knew Matt Stafford was a great quarterback. Even when he was in Detroit, I just believed that it was just the bad. It was a bad system. I think he needed a a clean start. And I think the the LA Rams was a best start for him. I believe that he been he's I he I I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna throw go out the window. But it's the whatever you want to call a podcast, the most controversial podcast in the nation, where I make controversial statements pretty much every day or so. <laughs> um, where every time I come on here, come on here, I make a, a controversial statement. So I'm gonna make this this one controversial statement. It might it's not really it might not be controversial to some people, but to some people it might be. And I just believe that if he stays where he is and as hot he is hot as he is right now in the league and having a having a hot start like he did, I believe he's a MVP candidate. That's just my opinion. He's an MVP candidate if he stays at this level and he that he is right now that he is um elevating himself it to himself right now. Cause I, I believe that too with Detroit Lions, they just really didn't have a good system. Detroit Lions was just bad for him. I think ever since Calvin Johnson left, it just it hasn't been good for for um Matt Stafford. And I I believe that the LA Rams was a good system for him. Sean McVay and that whole offensive line offensive uh, offensive coaching uh, system. I believe that this was the right, this was the perfect storm for Matt Stafford. So then we got, um, speaking about perfect storms, we have the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins, uh, playing at also at 12 p.m. And that game is going to be really good. I, I, like I said, the Miami Dolphins are one of those teams where they can easily make the playoffs if they have a going to run. They're, they're going to be right teetering and right there to make the playoffs again this year. Um, the Buffalo Bills, I think they're going to make the, the playoffs easily. We already know that with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and them guys on the team. And I also believe that um, the Miami Dolphins, I mean, I don't know what they're going to, because right now they have to, they have the choice right now to uh, either trade for Deshaun Watson, which I don't know when he's going to play, or uh, keep Tua out there and play with Tua for a while. But I don't, I don't know, really know right now. I mean, Deshaun, I don't really have a lot of news regarding that Deshaun Watson trade. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised midseason if, I mean, if this uh, case, these sexual assault cases end or they get dismissed or they uh, resolve the, these cases, that I wouldn't be surprised if he got traded to the Miami Dolphins, which I, I really believe that up, that'll be the same in the same sense. I think that would affect them, the Miami Dolphins, as the LA Rams are getting affected by getting um Matt Stafford. I believe that same effect that Matt Stafford is getting with LA, I believe that's that same sense of momentum. I believe the Miami Dolphins will get that same sense of momentum momentum once they can if they I mean once, not not once, but if they can get uh Deshaun Watson. So that's my opinion on that. We also got a twelve another twelve PM game. We have the Patriots versus the Jets, the old rivalry, one of the best rivalries in the game. I believe it's the Patriots and the Jets rivalries are really good and really entertaining because you really know you really don't know what you're gonna get out of these games. Because sometimes even when Tom Brady was there, you you never knew what you can get out of these games because those are kind of the almost type of rivalries where 
it doesn't matter what the record is. It doesn't matter what year it is, how cold it is. It's just, it's always an interesting game. And Mac Jones has been playing really well. I mean, he played pretty, pretty decent even in the loss. But I mean, he played pretty well. But I just believe the Jets. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say the Jets are gonna win this game, and they're gonna go, and the Patriots are gonna go 0 and 2. I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say Zach Wilson, because I believe this, and this is why I believe Zach Wilson is the better quarterback, and I think he's gonna make the least mistakes in this game. I think this game is gonna be, it's gonna be close. It's gonna, they're gonna, and I think it's gonna be a low-scoring game, just because I believe that the Patriots defense is really good, and I just think the, the, the the um what's the name? The Jets are gonna it's gonna be like a game, it's gonna be like twenty three to twenty or something like that. I, I believe that I don't really believe that. It's gonna be like twenty three to twenty or something like that. I think Mac Jones is gonna score like one touchdown, one interception, throw for like two hundred and like thirty. But I think ultimately I think Zach Wilson's gonna go like two and like two touchdowns and like one interception for like two fifty or something like that. It's not good it's gonna be that close. And I think ultimately they're going to win just by a touchdown. Zach Wilson is going to drive down the field and score like a touchdown and win a game. I, that's what I believe is going to happen. And then also we got another 12 p.m. game. We have multiple 12 p.m. games like that's happening at the same time. It matters where you're at in the um, world. Where where yeah, no matter where you at in the world, you might see a certain games at 12 p.m. So um, we also got another 12 p.m. game. The Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals versus versus the Chicago Bears. Um, Cincinnati Bengals again. I'm gonna say this again. They're one of them teams that could easily make the playoffs. They could not even say easily, but if something happens, like the Steelers have injury, Ben Roethlisberger going in one of his spurts where he just sucks for a while, which can hi- hi- likely happen with Ben Roethlisberger. I just believe that if if they beat the Steelers at least once this season, I believe they have a chance to win the division. They not gonna say they win the win division, but I had I believe they have a chance to make it competitive in that division if they can win at least one game against the Steelers. At least one. And I this Chicago Bears are the Chicago Bears. I, I believe that <coughs> excuse me. But um I believe that that Justin Fields is the better quarterback out of these the, the quarterbacks in this draft. I think Zach Wilson is like second, but Justin Fields is like I believe is the best quarterback in this draft. And I think he just needs some time. I'm not gonna go right in, like, and first of all, actually he needs some time. The Cincinnati Bengals defense is pretty average, so I believe he's gonna have a good game against the Chicago Bears. I really don't know who's gonna win this game because. It's really up in the air right now. I think I'm gonna give the edge to the Chicago Bears just because I I didn't saw their defense. I didn't saw. I don't know. If that makes sense. That don't make sense. I didn't saw. Okay, I saw their defense and like in person. I play well. I didn't play against their defense, but I know how their defense rolls and how uh what's his name, Khalil Mack plays and how that defense can have games where they just shut teams down offensively. So um. That with that being said, I believe the Chicago Bears are gonna win this game on a defensive interception to close it out, or it's like they're gonna be up. Like I think I believe what's gonna happen is the Chicago Bears are gonna be up by like three points, and the the Justin not Justin Fields, but Joe Burrows are gonna he, he's gonna be going down the field and he's gonna get picked off by somebody. I don't know who it is, but he's gonna get picked off because I I believe that 
uh, what's his name? Club Mac is going to wreak havoc in, with this offensive line. So that's just my opinion on that. And then we got the Falcons versus the, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Buccaneers. Now, this game is kind of weird for me because I – I think, like I said before, I've mentioned the Falcons before, and I believe they're still kind of suffering from that 28-3. So I think this game is going to be a blowout. This, I'm not even going to lie. This is not even going to be close. This is going to be really ugly. This is not going to – this going to get ugly fast. Vita Vea has been playing well. I mean, they signed everybody back. I mean, that the offensive – that defense line is horrid. I mean, and – and when by horde, I don't mean by bad. I mean good. I mean their defense is frightening. I mean we got October's coming up. I mean they scared a lot of teams. I mean their their defensive line is tremendous, man. They got a great linebackers with uh, uh White and uh what's his name? I forgot the other guy's name. Dean is probably gonna be out for a while. Um uh, uh, uh not Dean, but uh Sean uh, Murphy Bunting. Uh, so I think he's gonna be. I don't know if he's gonna play or not. With that, uh, I think he tore his elbow or something like that, some injury. So I, he's gonna be out for a couple weeks or so. So I mean, they're off. They're off. Their secondary has always been like kind of the weak spot of their defense. So I, I believe if the Falcons can make keep this close, I they have a chance. But I mean, with Tom Brady and their offensive line, their weapons, and Antonio Brown taking back the hands of time on it and or, on everybody ass. So I just think. I just believe, actually, that the, the I'm gonna give the edge to the Buccaneers because their defense, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons pulled it out and won by like three or something like that if they keep it close. And that's the thing: if they can keep it close, if they can slow down that pass rush, I, I believe that Atlanta Falcons can make this competitive and possibly win. But if that that if that rush is there, if they they can't slow down that pass rush, I think it's gonna be a long day for the Atlanta Falcons and Atlanta Falcons fans. Um, so then we got the Atlanta Falcons. Then we have also, and we have a 305, well, that was at 305, the Falcons versus the Buccaneers. Uh, I most likely, I think that's going to be a game of the week, or it might be the Tennessee Titans. No, it might be the, it's not going to be the Vikings versus the Cardinals, because that's at 305 also. But the Vikings is, that's Cardinals. The Cardinals are going to play really well. Their defense is really good with, uh, Chandler Jones in the backfield. I don't know if JJ Watt is playing, but, He's pretty good. I know we know that for a fact. He's pretty good. I mean, Colin Murray's playing awesome right now. DeAndre Hopkins is DeAndre Hopkins. He's the same old, same old DeAndre Hopkins, which is real good and great and playing awesome. So for, with that being said, I believe the Cardinals are going to win this game and it's going to be a blowout again. I believe Chandler Jones is going to wreak havoc to that Vikings offensive line, that banged up offensive line. So. Um, that's just, I'm just going to forewarn everybody. Just if you're a Vikings fan, please turn the TV off when it gets ugly. Cause it's not going to be, it's not going to, it's going to get ugly fast. I believe Chandler Jones is not done. I believe Chandler Jones is going to, he's going to get close to that five sacks, them five sacks again, this game, this game against the Vikings. He's going to get close to that five sacks again. He's going to get like three or four. And then we have the Titans versus the Seahawks. So the Titans lost against the Cardinals, the team I just spoke about, where Chandler Jones just wrecked havoc in that game and and had five sacks. I don't know what the hell it was. He was drinking that that juice that uh 
that's that that he was, I don't know what the hell he was doing. He was it seemed like he was he's a he's a freaking monster. He's a freaking monster. That's just simple that it is. He's an athletic freak. I mean, his brother John Jones is in the UFC. If you didn't know that, um, great UFC fighter by the way. But I mean, Chandler Jones ain't no scrub in damn self. So I mean, <laughs> Chandler Jones. I don't know, man. Them boys up there. I mean, them boys in Arizona, man. I man. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they got close to winning the Super Bowl. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat. I'm not gonna go as far as saying they're gonna beat the Buccaneers because I. I think ultimately, until further notice, and I'm sorry to say this as Packers fans, until further notice, the the Buccaneers have this have this uh, the NFC on lock right now. Until further notice, until I feel like okay, Packers, I got more confidence in the Packers. But until further notice, this is the the NFC is. <laughs> the Buccaneers right now. The NFC is Buc the Buccaneers division or conference right now. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm sorry, Packers fans. It might sound like I'm, I don't want to be, and I'm not trying to be a homer. I'm not trying to be biased, but this is, it's just, it, it's a, I don't want to, I don't want to say it because I'm a Packers fan. It, and me saying the Tampa Bay Buccaneers out of my mouth tastes like shit. It, it does. It's, it just, it doesn't it taste well right now. And, and I don't want to be that guy, but I got to tell the truth, man. I got it's the whatever you want to call a podcast, the controversial, the most controversial podcast in the nation. I got to tell it like it is, man. And, and me telling like it is that the Buccaneers have a division, have that, their division in this conference on lock for now. And I'm saying for now. So it could change midseason or eight games from now. It can change and it can be the Packers. It can be the LA Rams. It can be the Seahawks. The, it can be anybody, the Arizona Cardinals, it can be anybody, the Chicago Bears, they can uh, get some wins off. I mean, you never know. With, that's, and this is why we have 16 games left, because you just never know with this with the, with football. You never know what injuries might happen. And I don't want to uh, pick injuries or curse anybody and say an injury is going to happen. That's why they're going to win a division or something like that. But Or anybody might win a division or win the series. Well, not win the series, but – Win the win the, their conference or whatever, but I mean, you just never know what the NFL. NFL is the NFL is a dangerous sport. I mean, it's not made for mortal man. It's made for psychos like Tom Brady and them guys out there, and me probably if I was to play in the NFL, it's, it's made for psychos like us. <laughs> I mean, it's made for crazy guys like them guys that are out there playing. I mean, football is a collision sport. I mean, it's I mean it's the most Injury prone sport in the nation. I mean, I don't know what sport is more dangerous than the NFL. I mean, give me a sport that probably, I'll probably say NASCAR because you, you can burn up, I mean, you can crash and probably, I mean, that NASCAR probably get, gets it, gets the, uh, gets the title right now. <laughs> I mean, NASCAR, it's probably NASCAR. Hockey ain't really that bad because hockey, you fight, but I mean, you get broken up and then you get back in a game or something like It's not that bad. You might get some couple broken teeth or whatever. But you ain't gonna really get, ain't really gonna hurt yourself like that. But football, I think NFL got the got the uh, title right now for <laughs> the the most violent sport in the world. So for me, I just I just think that, like I said, until further notice, this this is the Buccaneers conference until further notice. Um, and it's only one game in, so it's only one yeah one game in. So like I said, it can easily change. But right now, is me just looking at the Buccaneers and how they're playing. This is this is their division. This is their conference right now. Until 
somebody knocked them off their pedestal, this is their conference right now. Um, and this probably might be an overreaction. It might be an overreaction, but whatever. And then the Cowboys. I was just speaking about the Cowboys earlier in the podcast. But yeah, the Cowboys played the uh, LA Chargers and um, this game, I, I think these are one of the games where the Cowboys, these, this is, should be an easy win. This should be a win. This, is, this should be one of them games where you get the monkey off your back. You could just, and not, not for figuratively, uh, figure, I don't know how to say that word. You know what I mean? <laughs> figuratively, figuratively, uh, figure, figuratively, whatever. I don't know how to say the word, y'all. I'm so, I'm having a brain fart today. I don't know what I'm trying to say the word, but y'all know what I'm trying to say. Um, but like literally, I think they just need to get that, uh, that, that the weight off of them, basically not monkey off the back. I'm not going to say that word or to say that phrase, but, um, they, yeah, they just need to get that weight off of them. I, I believe, I believe that this game should be one of them games where they can just Zeke Elliott can get his run back, get his flow back, get in the flow. I believe that the reason why the Cowboys lost really the single reason why the Cowboys lost against the Buccaneers like a week ago was because for one reason, Zeke Elliott didn't go off. And I just believe Zeke Elliott is the head of that snake right for right now until Dak Prescott can feel healthy again. I believe that right now they're going to have to run a little bit better. They're going to have to pass, pass block and run block a little bit better. I mean, they got a lot of guys. They had a lot of guys out too. The last game, Zach Martin was out against the Buccaneers. So, I mean, we'll say that. But at the end of the day, I just believe that it's just with the Cowboys, I, I believe they gotta they gotta come on and play. They got to, man. It's just it's, it's right now they're looking sad. They're looking really really sad. <laughs> and I mean, I'm not a Cowboys fan, but like I said, the Washington football team is coming, man, and they coming fast and furious. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if they won the division. So that's just me. But uh, they won the division last year. So I mean. It's not out of the realm of possibility of them winning the division again. So also we have on at on the same day at 720, we have the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. Two young guns going at it on Sunday night football. Uh Baltimore, the Baltimore Ravens lost a close game. It's the Oakland Raiders, man, a really close game. Lamar Jackson took a county and said, okay, that fumble was mine. I mean, I, I shouldn't have fumbled the ball, which I love that about Lamar Jackson. I love that accountability, accountability that he shows that when he, when it's his mistake, he said, okay, this is my mistake. And I believe that Lamar Jackson, you can tell that he's, he's been working on this game a little bit. So I, that's what I love about Lamar Jackson. He's not going to settle. And I, of course, we know damn sure that Patrick Mahomes ain't going to settle. I believe Patrick Mahomes have a, has a vendetta against. The Buccaneers right now, and I think he's he's going full straight ahead. I mean, I, I don't think he, I don't think the Chiefs are not like not um, looking at uh, looking at other opponents, let's say okay they're weak or whatever, or not respecting the other teams. But I just believe that they're full speed ahead, going right back to the uh, Super Bowl again. I believe they're going to be right, be right there. I mean, I think they're the number one contender for that 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 to win the division. What I would not even win their division, just to win their uh, conference, to win the AFC. So that's just me and I, what I believe about the Kansas City Chiefs. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens might be the team to beat them. I believe they're the closest to beat them 
even though I believe the Buffalo Bills have a great defense and a great offense, I just believe that Lamar Jackson has something that can't be guarded really. Like, you got a game plan for Lamar Jackson. You can't just be like, oh, well, we're just going to play Lamar Jackson. No, you got a game plan for him because he can, if he's not blocked, he can run rapid. And I and I think the one weakness that the Kansas City Chiefs still have is that defense. I mean, the offense, I mean, you got a, you have a great quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. He can hide a lot of weaknesses. He can hide a lot of holes. And I believe that the can uh not Kansas City Chiefs, but I believe that um Patrick Mahomes, like he hides a lot of weaknesses. And I still believe that the Kansas City defense is a weakness. Especially their D line, there they really don't have a pass rush like that. So for me, I believe that that's why I believe that the Ravens are the team to beat, or not even the team to beat. I believe the Ravens are the closest to beating them. Even though I believe Cleveland Browns are a good, good team, also, but sometimes they can be inconsistent. Um, and then they don't really know how to close out games. And then the Buffalo Bills, I believe it's probably between Buffalo and the Baltimore Ravens. For the team to beat them in the big division, beat the Kansas City Chiefs. It's between them two teams. And then the last but not least, we have on Monday night football, we have the Green Bay Packers. Well, the Lions, the Detroit Lions versus the Green Bay Packers. This should be a game that Aaron Rodgers should be able to win this game. I think this, like again, this would be a, for like the same thing I feel about the Cowboys. I feel about the Green Bay Packers. I believe this is one of these games where it's winnable. This should, this should be able to, you, this should be a game that you should be able to just, uh, in a sense, get that, um, either, I don't say get the monkey off their back, but get the weight off of you, get that pressure off of you. Because I believe if they go 0 2, people are going to really talk even more. But I just believe that Aaron Rodgers, that's just an anomaly. Him having two interceptions and, and the Packers only scoring three points, that's an anomaly. That's probably not going to happen again this season. If it does, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's whatever. But um, I thank you guys for listening to the podcast. This is the uh, ending of my podcast. Well, you know it's the ending of my podcast because I said thank you. Um, also, if you want to listen to the whatever you want to call it podcast, you can go to the whatever you want to call it podcast on Apple iTunes, Apple uh, podcast. You can go to Stitcher. You can go to Spotify. You also can go to my Twitter and my Instagram. My Twitter and my Instagram handle is Marquise ninety five sports M A R K E S E ninety five sports. And my also my Facebook page at the whatever you want to call it Facebook page. You can go to there. Um, also, in a couple of months, I don't know, probably November. I'm trying to put it to November. I will be selling merchandise, my merchandise, my whatever you want to call it, podcast merchandise. There's some other merchandise that I'm selling in November, but I'm hoping that it's in November around Brock Friday. So I'm trying to get it that that to be the due date. So uh, just stay tuned, guys, for it. Um, I will be selling it, but it will be on probably I'll probably put it on my regular Facebook, my Instagram, and my Twitter, and my uh. My and uh, whatever you want to call a podcast Facebook page, <laughs> so be alert, follow, follow, like me. Well, not follow, follow, yeah, follow, like the page. Um, follow me on Twitter and my Instagram, and my also my Facebook. Um, but I'll see you guys next episode. That's probably a Tuesday, <laughs> most likely. I'll see you guys next episode. 
Uh, you guys have a nice day. See you. Peace.